Welcome back to another episode of Working Class Fishing. I'm John Morris. Our other host is Brian Keachley. And this episode is brought to you by Trout Lander Nets. Custom nets, American-made, South Carolina. Weston does a great job. Use code WCF for 10% off your custom net needs. We're also brought to you by Maxon Outfitters. Maxon Outfitters based out of Kent, Washington. They make an awesome product. John and I swear by their products. We fish their products exclusively on the fly. They have great prices, a lifetime warranty on all rods. Their reels are second to none, and they also have all the accessories you need. If you're looking for a deal, put in the code WORKING15 for 15% off for just listening to this podcast. Everybody, our guest this evening is the godfather, Maddie B. Maddie, thanks so much, dude, for coming on. Guys, it's a real pleasure. I'm honored and excited to be on. Uh, I've been looking forward to this like all week since I found out that uh, you guys actually wanted to maybe interview me. It's I feel special and uh, hopefully I can give, well, the answers or responses that you want to hear and any questions you have, I'll be able to help you out and give you an insight to sort of my life and my background in how I started and what I do and what, you know, what I get out of it, I suppose. Yeah, dude, that's perfect. Yeah. And that's it. and don't worry about giving us any specific answers, you know, right or wrong, good or bad. Just just give us whatever you want, Matty. It's just uh, yeah. I can't I can't give you those secret fishing spots, anything else. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> the answer to that will be up there around the corner, over the hill, around the other side. So that's my answer to that. <laughs> oh, that works out. Yeah, that's so, it. No, you know, the, the thing is, Maddie, we've known you for a long time and, and we've yeah. always crossed paths for a long time. And yeah. we've, we've always been just fascinated with, with your fishing and everything else, but there's, you're like a man of mystery because we'll get, we'll get the moving pictures on Instagram and you're just like, you got a bass and you're like, Oh, come here, you bugger, you know, and you got them yeah. up there. You're like, look, I caught another one. And then I caught another one and then I caught another one. It's like this guy's just out there smacking bass. And then, of course, you have your, you know, um, home country uh, excursions, too, where you're, you're blasting. We call them perch. You guys call them redfin and trout and everything else. So, um, man, it, no, this is it, this is super exciting to have you on, Maddie. We're, we're really excited to have you here. Yeah, look, I, I, um, I do get around. I do fish a lot. And like I said, every fish, no matter how big or small, it's always a pleasure. So... I'm always excited when I'm catching bass, trout, redfin or perch or really anything anyway. I mean, getting out there and catching is what it's all about. Um, I was just telling John before, I don't think I've blinked in, like, in quite a while. So every time I've been out, I've caught something. So it's a good uh, track record, I suppose. <laughs> Better than mine. <laughs> oh, um, look, there are days that, I mean, they start slow, but... I don't tell you that you don't see that, and I, I won't show you any of that. So I'll just show you all the good, good parts and everything you need to see. So I don't show you the days where I'm sort of cursing and carrying on, and I get bad days. <laughs> I think everyone has them. Uh, yeah, I reckon uh, everybody's got bad days. Yeah, for sure. But um, now nah, look, I've been lucky enough to sort of fish pretty much all over the place. Like I said, my home country, Australia. 
um, born and bred and raised. I lived there for 39 years. So, then I come over to the States and I've been fishing. I've been living in Florida for the last three and a half years. And I'm fortunate to have vacation. Like I've been to New Zealand, I've been to England and Italy and all those parts of the world. And I've fished there as well. So I've been lucky in that, that aspect. And started from a young age of around five and never looked back, to be honest. That's my sort of therapy, I suppose. It's really good. Yeah, dude, it's... What what an awesome dude! So yeah, I've got now I've got so many questions, Maddie. But yeah, I got a lot too. But go ahead, <laughs> dude. So out of all the places you've been, what has been your favorite place to fish? Whether it's just because it's so pretty, or maybe it was because you caught like some amazing fish there. What what has been your favorite place to fish? Hands down, and um... I have to say my best place is New Zealand. I caught a monster rainbow trout tipping the scales at 30 pounds. So that, Holy crap. I think that's personal best. I don't think I'll ever beat that unless I go back, who knows. But New Zealand is very prestige fishing. Like it provides some really untouched terrain country. Like it's, it's all brand new. All the new, it's, it's really, really abundant of fish and so easy to fish it and it's just a great country and then um yeah so that pans down new zealand trout fishing new zealand so man that's 30 pounds yeah 30, yeah so, <laughs> that's a big sort of, damn trout i go to that extreme and then i come on the other side of the world to florida let's say and i fishing for goliath grouper i have a rod sitting out in my garage it's got 500 pound mono line so i'm talking that 10, 20 pounds to 500 pounds. It's a big range of fish. I'll, I'll do anything. I'll fish for anything. So Man. it's good. Yeah. I, what, what do people say to you when you're like, yeah, I fished New Zealand and you know, uh, I, I caught these huge trout. I mean, people just salivate over those canal fish in New Zealand. Yeah. So that's exactly what it was. It's a place called Twizel Canals in New Zealand. Um, we spent five days there and each day we'll just fish after fish and, and they're in perfect condition. You know, they're not hatchery fish, they're wild. And they just grow so big and it's just it's amazing. Something else, like I've caught trout all my life in Australia, like flat out, but nothing compared to the waters at, in New Zealand. It's like something else. Um, but and everyone says, everyone who says, oh, you know, they like the um, the variety of fish. Like I get mixed bags. Like I go saltwater fishing all the time. You just never know where you're going to catch especially here in Florida, you just never know. But it doesn't bother me. Just catching, I mean, I'm in my element, hooking up fish and I'm in my element. That's it. Yeah. 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 But, um, yeah, no, so New Zealand then, uh, look, Florida's been good. Florida got some good game fish, tarpon, snook. Um, I, I've pretty much caught every fish here too, so it's not that bad. I mean, I don't starve and I don't go hungry and I don't go without, so it's good. Dude, so I'm going to bring it up. You're very modest and humble, but uh, you told me before how big that tarpon was that yeah. you caught. So biggest, well, it was estimated, but it's 175 pound, 175 pound tarpon. Good. 
Lord. <laughs> yeah. uh, That's a big scale. herring. Yeah. A scale came off the fish, and I still got the scale, actually. I don't even know where it is, but it fit in the size of my palm of my hand. That's how big the, the scale of the, off the fish was. So huge. <laughs> and I got then Goliath grouper was another one. I got a 250-plus yeah, pound Goliath grouper. And I've been told they grow to around 700 pounds, but I've got nothing like that, but I'm still working on it. That's, that's it. It. insane, dude. <laughs> no, no, but, but, you know, all, I suppose all fish are fun. I mean, big or small. I mean, I appreciate them. Um, it's, it's the sports, being getting out there and being able to get out there, and that's it. Like, yeah, so... And I can do it so easily day in and day out. I don't even have to think about it. It just comes naturally, second nature. Like I'll read the water. I'll see the water, you know, colours and the depth and the, the clarity. And you just read it like reading a book eventually. If you do it as long as and often as I do, that's what happens. So basically, I'm, yeah. I don't switch off. I come home. I talk about fishing. I watch fishing on TV. And that's all I do. So. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people got their priorities at work and something else and something else. More than top of my priority is just fishing. So everything else comes second. <laughs> that, that's actually, not a bad priority to have. You actually, know? I've got I to mean, put that... my wife on top of that list because she's listening. So my wife, then my fishing. Oh, okay. So wife yeah. number one, fishing number <laughs> two. That's, <laughs> mine. that's mine. Uh, that's mine. My wife's it. number one, fishing's number yeah, two. That's a very important thing. Yeah, no, that's good. No, that, that, that's... I, it's just like you, you, you have, you're doing all these adventures. And so some of the adventures just have come through your travels, but you're, I, I've always liked to say that Florida is like a aquarium. Like yeah. you look anywhere and it's just like this, it's like walking into a tropical fish shop. There's just all these different fish and everything else. I, you know, I mean, what, what, how many species can you <laughs> average in a day? I mean, I, I'm just curious. I can go out. Well, I live in uh, I live in a gated community. We've got all these freshwater ponds, retaining retainer ponds, and uh, they're full of largemouth bass. So, if I have a bad day at saltwater or somewhere else, I guarantee when I get home, I've got something going on. So, um, I could probably catch easy. I reckon ten species a day, different species every day. But I'm lately been getting a lot of peacock bass right now. And, uh, you know, largemouth bass, and I'll go out salt water. There's, there's like five, six types of different snapper. You got mangrove snapper, rain snapper, you know, red snapper, vermilion snapper. So like, you get about five or six species of them a day. So yeah, just and there's an, an abundance of fish. I mean, we had the red tide about three years ago. It was pretty bad, but um, that's all clear and all good. And we've rested like the trout, speckled trout, you couldn't catch for at least two or three years. Uh, snook's the same, and um, yeah, but you can now start harvesting. You can harvest speckled trout. I think snook will start next year, and there's actually talk of harvesting Goliath grouper next year. So things wow. are looking up. Yeah, things are looking really good. That's um, good. Yeah, real good, dude. Yeah, well, I talk to sort of people who've been here all their life, and they're going, oh, 10, 15 years ago, they had good fishing, and the red tide wiped a lot of it out. But it's sort of getting back up there. They're starting to let you harvest those sorts of fish. I mean, the economy, I mean, yeah, it's doing all right. Yeah. So, yeah, it's good. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, you, you look at the Everglades and, you know, there's all these really 
fantastic conservation groups that you know they're they're pushing to we'll, we'll never have the everglades back that we had 30 years ago 40 years ago yeah. that 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 was the untouched you yeah, know it was it was just an absolutely amazing fishery and it's still a great fishery but you it's it's refreshing well I, I guess i should finish that little bit on the everglades you know all these groups they're they're pushing really hard to help preserve what is left of the everglades yeah. and, and get it yeah. back to a healthier state but it's it's really nice seeing how what's the word i want to use resilient how resilient florida has been through all the you know the the tourists and all this other stuff and hurricanes the red tide it's it's really really fantastic that it perseveres and we still have this amazing fishery down there on the coast i think they're doing a fantastic job maintaining like you said what's going on because um just in the three and a half four years that i've been in florida i've seen a lot of changes myself and one of them being population so uh, I mean, the more people you got here, the more you know vegetation you're going to lose because they're building houses and knocking down and clearing land left, right, and centre. But I think those people that are looking after the Everglades have to, like, they're doing a real good job protecting it all and not letting anyone sort of in there. Because I mean, at the end of the day, no one wants to lose that. That's a big part of you know the ecosystem, and that's just what everything, every, all the animals and that they thrive on that. They thrive in there. So mm -hmm. yeah. They just doing. They do an amazing job. Anyone who's sort of involved in um, you know, fisheries and wildlife and stuff like that, you know, hats off to them. Um, yeah, they just do an, an amazing job for everyone. Like, like I see, especially down here, like I see in Florida, fish every day boats. There's like I can count two, three hundred boats in every session I go out. So, you know, they're looking after the fish with rules and regulations, size limit, bag limits. Mm -hmm. It's still to be, you know, two or three hundred boats going out, catching all them every day. They're doing their job, like policing it, controlling it, because people aren't, you know, disrespecting the rules. It's good. So when you're when you're talking about Florida in general, you're talking about a lot of population increase, and uh, and are are you seeing like a lot of folks come down there that are like retiring, or uh, is it just a yeah. mix of people that are like tired of their state and the way it's going, or? Well, certain times of year, we could have a year called like, like season years. You'd, you'd know, like, with all the snowbirds coming down. So, yeah. Um, that wasn't too bad because they go home, but they're not going home right now. So, yeah. they're staying. And a lot more people are staying, especially with the pandemic of this COVID. A lot of people sort of packed up because Florida has been pretty good about it, you know, with rules and regulations. Not going to say, yeah. So, they've been pretty good. A lot of people liked what was going on and have moved down here to be honest and um like yeah it's definitely changed from four years ago since i've been here where i live was hardly anybody now it's you got to wait an hour at a restaurant you got to wait in line at the grocery store <laughs> you know that they're things that i don't really like doing too much but anyway yeah <laughs> i just hey, like packing up being me like i'll take two or three people go fishing or i'll take people out like some people ask me to take them out fishing and i'll do it and whatever but I pack up and go and see nobody. I go to places where no one else is, you know, where no one else is. It's, like I said, therapeutic. It's me and nature. That's it. Like, it's not about catching fish. It's not about, I don't need to, you know, put food on the table. It's not about that either. Just about actually getting out and clear. Like, I could have 
all the worries in the world when I'm fishing, I've got not one problem, not one worry, you know. Mm -hmm. It's good. It's real good. And I think a lot of fishermen actually use it to get away from the real world, I suppose. Oh, dear. I, I know I do. Yeah, I, I absolutely do. <clears throat> I'm, I'm with you 100%, man. It's, it's, yeah. it's, there's, uh, I say it all the time. People are going to be like, John, you always say it, but there's something healing about water. Oh, yeah. You can just even sit and listen to it. You know, that's, yeah. that's how you look. You're right. You can even just sit there and listen to the water. Uh, that's, that's pretty cool. But I um, no, that's it. Uh, yep. How'd you, uh, how'd you get it? So you're doing, <laughs> you're a hell of a fisherman, right? I'm just going to say that. But how'd you get your start? What, what's the, uh, well, yeah. you know what? I was actually thinking about this today because I knew this was going to come up somehow. Um, <laughs> you know, like I said, at a young age, around five years old, is, that's probably as far back as I can remember, it's probably earlier. Uh, we used to do a lot of weekend getaways with my family, my mum and dad, and we'd always end up fishing because my dad, you think I'm keen and man, he, he's, he's the one. We don't even call it, it's like Mr. He's a master. It's not even a Mr., it's a master. So, I got it from him and we'd go fishing and I got two brothers, so all three boys would be sitting there with their rods in the water, we'd catch up and he'd come back with a you know, bag limit. When we weren't looking, he'd go out and put fish on our hook, pretend you know, that we caught it. So we were interested from young, like catching fish. Because like, I, I suppose if you go out a few too many times and don't catch anything, you sort of lose interest. Mm -hmm. So I probably owe it all to him to start with. And then... Uh, Three brothers, like I said, I've got two brothers and my dad. So it's like four boys were pretty competitive. Who catch the biggest fish, the most fish, how many, and best colours. And uh, it's not often fun and game, but it all, sometimes it gets into, you know, fists and, you know, but it's good. It's about, you know, growing up and, yeah. So that early, as far back as I can remember, about five years old, my, my dad introduced me to it. And I've never looked back. And everyone I'm around, I'll try to, you know, I thought that whoever knows me, for everyone who knows me, they know that I eat, breathe, and sleep. That's all I do. Like, if it's in my blood, I just can't. There's nothing else. Like, even work, I've, I come here, I, like, yeah, my work comes second to me or third, fourth. Like, I don't even think about work. If I make a dollar here and now, I make it. I mean, yeah. But, um, well, I, I was on Instagram and, and uh, how long it was, well, number one, first question, how long ago was it that you were in Australia? Number two, you saw all of your family get together and it's like, yep, we're out fishing again. We're out fishing again. And so you got trout going and you have redfin and Murray cod and all this other stuff. So yeah. I guess the two part thing that, that that's your family. That's like your main competition core right there. Well, that's what I'm saying about uh, the competition. It just starts from, you know, father and brothers, and then it extends to uncles and cousins. And, you know, I've caught a fish and someone else obviously got bigger than you and bigger than you, but it's all stories. Then there's a bunch of stories and a bunch of lies, you know. That's how, you know, the one that got away. There's always fish. The one that's got away is always the biggest. So, um, yeah, I was pretty proud of that moment because they're all wearing my T-shirts. Matty B, Real Adventures, Matty B. Mm -hmm. um, I got some T-shirts printed for... So that's all the generations of my family in Australia all together at one time. There was 30 of us, around 30 of us. Um, Very cool. And we go away every year, Australia Day, they call it. It's on the 26th of January. Um, so it was January I was in, in Australia this year, January. 
and um, it's an all-male event. All the, you know, all my fallen males, uncles and cousins, we get together and we camp out for three or four days along the river, and you know, we have competitions, most species, more species, bigger, smaller, you know. Yeah, so it's pretty good. But the Murray cod is, um, it's a big game fish in Australia. Like, mm -hmm. it's mainly Victoria and New South Wales. Um, years ago, they were sort of hard to come by, a dime a dozen, and now they're pretty much everywhere. But they grab big, I've heard stories like the old timers getting them out like 100 pound, 110 pound, you know. So they're just monsters, monsters of fish now. You can get them in a lake, and then you can also catch them in rivers, like canals and rivers. Mm -hmm. um, the reason why years ago they were harder to sort of catch because we've got, you know, the common carp. They're a real pains and nasty, those fish. They're, um, they're, obnoxious. <laughs> they're obnoxious. I'll agree with you on that. <laughs> oh, look, a lot of people, I mean, people sport fish them. I mean, yeah, that's good, all good, but they don't do anything good for the water. They dig holes and they make money, you know, just they, they eat everything, they just wipe out. But in Australia, the, the carp and the redfin, which are perch, they're classified as obnoxious fish. Uh, in some parts of New South Wales, if you catch a perch, you're not allowed to return it to the water because there's that many of it and it just, it's ruining the habitats for the other fish and all the native fish. Like we've got like Australian bass and we have uh, just Murray cod, that's a native Australian fish and the carp and the redfin are just killing everything for, you know, the habitats destroying the water. So. So carp and redfin are definitely obnoxious and you've got to, yeah, and you're not allowed to just disregard them. you actually got to bury the fish so the birds and foxes and wildlife don't dig them up again. You've got to dig them around, you know, I think it's 24, 24 inches deep or something like that. Really? Yeah, you've got to bury them. You can't just leave them on the side of the river, yeah. What, what, what's the thinking behind that process? I'm just curious. Is it because uh, they could be in, like, pre-spawn and they open water they still, spawn? Yeah, they can still, uh, yeah. So even just killing them is not enough because, well, I know I've heard of stories where just people make, you know, like dams and ponds in there on property. They don't stock the fish, but somehow it's carp get in there. And so I reckon the birds, even the birds picking at a dead carp or Flying across, I man, might drop a few. Air. I don't know, but yeah, they're pretty, pretty full on I, fish. Unbelievable. Yeah, so yeah, you, you just some rule. Look, people that like I said, people target carp. That's like a sport fish. I mean, each to their own. I mean, yeah. Um, I follow the rules all the time. Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So. And plus, there's an abundance of redfin. I mean, and probably not me, but perch is a really good eating fish too. So, oh yeah, mm -hmm. uh, oh, it's one of the best eating fish. Um, nice white flesh, white white meat. But yeah, they're still classified as obnoxious because there's that many of them. Like you can easily. Well, while I was in January, my cousin was fishing another dam up further from where we were. He was getting a hundred a day. Oh, oh, one hundred a day. Yeah, that's that's filling buckets. I mean, that'd be yeah, like a Wisconsin fish fry. filleting them, and yeah, they just a hundred a day. Him and his son, and another friend of mine, and his son. So, and, and those big. fish get big there. You know, it, it, it's like things mutate in Australia for whatever reason. It's that's the big. biome, or something. I don't know. There's something in the water. I don't know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, they do. In some spots, they actually get big. We've, we've caught perch up to like seven, eight pounds perch. And that's huge. Right? That's... Uh, but the most, but it, I suppose the most I enjoy, well, brown trout and rainbow trout. That's my sort of target species in Australia, mm-hmm. where I was living. And um, the Murray cod. Uh, Murray cod, uh, they eat anything. They eat everything. Like, We'll catch them hard ball eggs. I've, I've I've actually caught fish with golf balls inside their stomachs. Golf balls, like wow, yeah, got anything that sort of resembles maybe a bird egg. They'll eat it. They eat live fish. Like I've seen a, a big cod eat a smaller cod. I mean, largemouth bass. They're sort of like a largemouth bass. They do that here too. They just eat each other. They they're full on fish. They're very aggressive when they and their mouths. They got really really huge giant mouths and. They'd be able to swallow like, yeah, like they eat like little ducks that land on the water and all sorts. Of, they're very aggressive fish. Um, yeah, they're my choice there. They're pretty good. But yeah, definitely the perch there everywhere. Every bit of any bit of water around where I used to live, you'll find redfin and carp for sure. The common carp, common carp can live in you. Leaving your toilet bowl, really. They can live anyway. They would. We have an aseptic yeah, plant or something. Yeah, off there. I mean, sewer, canal. But we've got retention ponds that hold all the water, and just I've seen in, in drains under the under the road, like just sitting in probably two inches of water. They're back hanging out of the water, and they're just sitting in it. So they're very hardy fish. That's why they're strong, and that's why they survive. You know, and like yeah, they've actually they've got something up in Australia. They they're like a trapping system. Mm-hmm. Like I think they trap them with electric pulses or something and they get them into one thing and yeah. But no, look, I find, yeah, fishing in Florida has been pretty good the last three or four years for me. Um, and if you asked me five years ago, where would I be? You know, I would never tell you I'd be in the, in the States, in the US. <laughs> Fishing in Florida, for, yeah, this this came up as just a uh, lifestyle change and we took it on, on board, me and my wife, and not looking back, no regrets. We've really, we're living the dream out here. It's really good. Oh, that's that's yeah. fantastic, dude. It's really good. And, um, yeah, so, look, and then I, I go on, uh, I do a lot of charter fishing as well. Um if I'm not on a charter boat, I've got a friend who's got a charter business and I'll help him out quite a bit. Um, if I'm not doing stuff for him, I'll look for my own charters. Like I'll just pay someone and go out fishing with them and you know, get to know them and just that's how it is. I knew nobody. It was only me and my wife and now I just know almost everybody that lives within 10-mile radius of me. So, yeah, and it's good. And I only started my Instagram page when I come to America. I'd never had one in Australia saying like the last four years I got just under 6,000 followers. So yeah, I was, I was about I've, to I've ask done, you. Yeah. I've done really well out of that. I've made some really good friendships. I've met up with some really good people across, you know, different parts of America and I've people coming down that, you know, they want to come out and they fish with me and all sorts of stuff. It's really good. I'm only too willing to help out, you know, if people willing to come down, I'll show them a good time. That's what it's about. You know, Dude, that's, so how many, I mean, now you've got me even more curious. So how many people hit you up and they're like, hey, Maddie, let's, let's go fish. 
Well, I mean, you know, look, I've had probably 20 or 30 people have just come down here while they're here. They've sort of, you know, what do you do? Not so much take them out fishing. I'll just tell them where to go. And yeah. Put them on to fish, you know, because at the end of the day, I mean, I'm pretty busy myself. I, um, I've got a lot going on. But, yeah, almost I'll get, you know, maybe two or three people a week asking me for something about <laughs> what's going on. And like I said, I mean, if I like them, I'll tell them the truth. And I don't like them, I'll, just, I'll, send them on a, I'll send them on a wild goose chase. That's it. So, um, <laughs> I've had people go, oh, I fish there and I've never caught nothing. That's because, you know, yeah, that's not the right spot. But you keep going there, it's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, no, look, it's, yeah, like, if you ask my dad, like, my dad, he's terrible. Like, you could ask him for something. Even with us, he used to hide, like, good spots from us, his own sons, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how you know it was competitive where we grew up. It was just. Survival of the fittest, mate. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but that's how we got to where we are today, I suppose. It's just getting in, getting out. So, yeah, but a lot of people ask me. I've got um, a lot of different uh, companies sending me their, like, apparel and lures and stuff. And I'll, I'll post them through my page, not a problem. I don't expect to make, you know, it's not about money. It's not about... It's about helping out small businesses, you know, and I do that. Like, you know, I could waffle on. I can give you like 10 or 15 right now, but I won't because there's too many to mention. Um, they know who they are. Like, you know, it's so sort of, I'm a bit old school like that. You know, you help me, I'll help you out. You know, there's no need, you know, like the old bartering system, stuff like that. You give me, you know, like we might do, you know. I'm not in it for a dollar, I'm just here for a good time. Yeah, it's it's about building that community. Yeah, and a lot of a lot of our bait shops around here, they're very small and there's a lot of them. So I try to support every single one. It depends the area I'm heading. You know, if I'm going salt water, there's a couple on the way out that I'll I might go to two one day and then one the next day and something else the other day. And I, I actually find it challenging at the moment when I leave the house, what hat I'm gonna wear, what shirt I'm gonna wear, because I'm trying to give everyone a go, you know. It's got to that stage, which it's good. It's a good deal. It's a good deal. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, got iCast coming up. I'll be at iCast again this year. Oh, okay. I went last year, and I tell you now, that was uh, that's something really, really cool. If anyone gets a chance to get out and do it, they've got to do it at least to see what's going on out there. Like, a lot of store, a lot of vendors, a lot of uh, new, new things coming out. You know, new inventions and it's always something new, you know, like technology's always got something around the corner. So yeah. So so my question, my next question here is uh so what what inspired you to get the the whole Instagram thing going and starting to share your fishing adventures with everybody? Uh I got a couple of reasons for that actually, a couple of uh, answers. One was um my wife, she's going, look. You do all this every day. Why not post? Like I never had Instagram. I had a private account just for family, personal things, and then I was sharing them with my family. And then he goes, "Try it on. Try something." And we we're figuring out names and this and then I started. Like I said, it's probably not going to go anywhere. So I started one and got a hundred people. Then got two hundred people. Then five hundred. Then a thousand. It just 
it just went went wild, and um, I done it for that. And time, like I had a lot of time on my hands when I started, not now because I just it's almost a full time job. This social media thing, you know, it's it's out of control sometimes. But yeah, I had a lot of time on my hands, and I was spending like two or three hours just on Instagram and Facebook, and I actually recently just hooked up on uh, TikTok, so. It's something else. <laughs> no idea. But I don't what's, know your, either, so. what's your TikTok handle? It's Real Adventures with Matty B. Everything, all my platforms, every social media platform I have will be Real Adventures with Matty B. And that's with two E's and an L. Two E's and an L. Yeah, that's it. Two E's and an yeah. L. Yeah, Real is in official Real. Yeah. yeah. Real Adventures with Matty B. So, um, yeah, so too, I had a lot of time, and now I now got no time at all for that stuff anymore. Like I, it's actually become a chore and a job. That's what it's it, become. But I enjoy it. Like I'm, I've invested too much time and effort into it, and I'm, I'm really having a good time with it. And like I said, just that platform, you meet some really interesting people, and I'm getting, you know, like I see what's going on in other parts of the states and other parts of the world. To be honest, I've got people all over the world, like. I have a few of my T-shirts. I've got a couple in Scotland. I've sent out a few T-shirts over there. I've got a few in Australia. Yeah, um, yeah they're sort of getting out there. Yeah, they are, yeah, cool. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, yeah, so look, we're sitting there one night. I think, why not? I'll start some and see what happens. Um, and it's just taken off. Um, most of it, it's got to do with all, like, you guys, people like yourselves and, you invest time and effort in, I see what you're doing. You know, it's just, it's good. It's an amazing to see, like, other parts, what, what they do and what they go, like seasons. Uh, ice fishing. Ice fishing for me is something on my bucket list. That's something I love to do, ice fishing. Like, yeah, I've never done that before. So that's probably the only fishing I haven't done. But. I've, I've never ice fished either. So when you figure out where you're going to go and yeah, when you're going to go. We yeah. should go. <laughs> hey, well, that's not a bad idea. I don't know. People are talking like, you know, Michigan way out that way, Michigan or something. Um, yeah, we'll do it. Guarantee we'll do it. But everything else, I pretty much, you know, and then I talked to a lot of people in Australia and they said, oh, you're just living the dream, just living the dream. I said, you know, well, actually I am. You know, I, I, I can't complain. There's nothing for me to complain about. I got, it's good. Life is good, you know. Pandemic, no pandemic, you know, things happen. The world throws curveballs, but I've always got this to fall back on, and that just makes me happy. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it just makes me happy. Like, um, yeah, and I've invested a lot of hours into it. So I, yeah, it's like anything, whatever you got to put in something. You know, if you want to get something out of something, you got to put in. So, I think I'm at the stage now where I put in and reaping rewards, you know. It's all good. But um yeah. It's dude, social media is a, an absolute full-time job. And I, yeah. I like I like something you just said, dude. You know, you said uh, you know, you, you put in the work and that's what you get out of it. You know, Bear Bryant said the price of victory is high, but yeah. so but so are the rewards. Hundred percent. And you know that's that's it, man. It's you gotta you gotta work hard to be able to play hard. So oh yeah, look, and, you, and it's right. You really, I 
I thrive. Like I give my all every time I go out. I don't. If I don't feel up to it, I won't go. I've got to be 100% all the time, you know, and I put in my heart and soul and everything I do and, you know, it's, it's paying off and, yeah, I can, I still, like you said, even a bad day is fishing, still a better day, like better than a good day at work or a good day somewhere <laughs> else. Yeah. That's a fact. You know, yeah, look, I've, well, yeah, when I, when I had like a full-time job working for uh, bosses and everything, like, a while, a long time ago, I used to call in. Uh, well, I don't know what you call it here, but I'd ring in and say, I'm not well enough to come to work, but I was well enough to go fishing. So. Calling in sick. <laughs> Calling in whatever you call it. You know, yeah, Calling in sick. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> don't feel good. And that's like it was my my healing. It was like my medicine. And they go, Oh, but we call you. They said, Because I feel better when I do that. See, I come to work the next day. It made me better. But, yeah, it's good. I've done a few of them. I just, <laughs> so, just curious. Yeah, you know. Uh, just curious. Uh, we never really get a chance to ask everybody like what they do. We kind of have like an idea of what they do for work, but what do you, what do you do for your day job? Uh, so, I am. Uh, what do you call? It? Let me see. Semi retired. Okay. Semi retired. So. Um, we came here to well, we got a good deal to come here so i'm here i semi-retired and what i did start doing was fishing so i helped this guy out on this boat every now and again and uh like first mate or do run errands for him during the day you go and get the boat go get some you know gas and this and that fill up the boats and so basically i'm a, like a gopher and then i started uber driving for a while uber was fun but then late at night, it wasn't any more fun because you start getting shady characters. So every now and again, I, I do like airport transfer sometimes. i got like people who I know now have made like good friends from this network. They're coming in for a vacation or a holiday and they'll ring me up, can you pick us up or can you do something? You know, they might give me a bit of gas, maybe not always. I do it just to fill in my day, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's the sort of person I am. I'm like, if I can help you, I will. You know, I, I can't give you a million dollars because I ain't got it. But if you need, if you need a hand, I'll give you a hand. You know, so that, that, that that's pretty much what I do. Semi-retired, and I and I help people. I do favors. Hey, keeping yourself busy between the fishing and just doing the other yeah, stuff. That, it, but that's it all, cool. It all runs in together because one day, you know, I'll need a favor paid back or return, and it's there. So, and like I said, I'm old school like that. That's how I was brought up, and I believe in it. So. Good karma, good people comes around. That's what I. That's what I. You know, I believe. So, but um, fishing keeps me busy. Definitely, like I said, I get guys that go out saltwater fishing on my mate's boat. They'll say, "Listen, I want to do some freshwater fishing." He rings me. So you know, it's got its perks. It's got a bit of everything, but like, it's nothing. Uh, nothing set in stone. I just and I want to. I don't want to have a job where I have got to be up at eight. Got to be there by nine, lunch at 12. I, I don't want no more schedule, no more rosters. If I want to get up in tomorrow morning, go somewhere, I do. If not, I sleep in. You know, it's, it's a pretty good deal. Like I said, people say, just live in the dream, and that's what I'm doing. So, look, having said that, I worked hard with 30, 38 years, like in Australia. As soon as I left school, I never stopped working. I had my own business in Australia. I was a um, delivery driver. I used to deliver truck and car parts. Okay. Um, 
the first 10 years of leaving high school, I was a chef. I'm a qualified chef. I'm a trade. Like, that was my trade. So not only I can catch the fish, I can cook them. So I'd do all right. Um, yeah, so look, I've done it pretty much everything, you know. So, and I look at life as a story or a book. You know, people might write a magazine. I want to write a freaking novel, you know. I want my pages to be that. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm getting there. I'm I'm doing it. So it's really good. I I do a bit of hunting too for like people that don't know. I do a lot of, well, not, I've been hunting since I've been in the States, but I just do a lot of hunting in Australia. Uh, We've got deer, wild boar. birds, ducks, and all the rest of it. So I used to do that quite often as well, but the fishing was always my number one. Yeah, it was always number one for me, so. So what, was, what's your, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to go. cut you off. Yeah. Uh, I, I was gonna say, so, dude, you were a chef and we can't go an episode without talking about some food. Yep. Okay. So there you go. what's your favorite way to prepare fish and you can pick in this scenario here pick whatever fish you want and whatever recipe you want and what's your favorite way to cook it i'll give you my favorite fish and the simplest way to do it because often in cooking simple is a lot better than making it too fancy so i like a red snapper saltwater fish and i cook it whole head on the whole the whole i'll put three slices across the the side of the fish, both sides, and I'd uh, lightly dust it in flour, and then I'd fry it. Simple as that. So no, and just a bit of seasoning salt. Yeah, pepper. that sounds good to me. I'll eat and it. I tell you, that's easy. It's the best, <laughs> and you can do that wherever you are. You can even out when we go camping. It's just you can do it on open fire, so you don't need an oven or a stove. You can just do it. You know, they call it a la carte and all the rest of it. We call it a la rough, just the way it is. It's the <laughs> man, outdoors, outdoors food tastes so much better, you know. It's it just, does. It does, it's, man. It's unbelievable. So, but if I had to cook like a real fancy sort of, actually swordfish, and I'm actually going to do this on Sunday. Swordfish are one of my best eating fish. Um, I lightly flare it, then I'll sear it in a pan, then I'll put it in the oven to finish it off. And I'll make a... Uh, White wine, lemon cream reduction with some shallots. And I just pour that over the top. Some pepper, yeah, with a few roast potatoes. You're good to go. That, that's actually what I'm doing. I'm having some friends over on Sunday. So that's what I'll be doing for them. So, so, yeah. so you're going to have it all plated up real nice and everything else? Or is this just going to be like, come and get it? Got the oh, Dixie look, I'll plates. Probably, and... I'll, I'll have like a probably you know, a tray in the middle and you help yourself off the table or something. Or, nah. When I, I like to entertain. So when I do cook for people, I just sort of plate them up and I garnish the plates and put all the fancy stuff around me. You know? <laughs> uh, I do like to entertain. I'm not going to lie. Like, I love having people over. I like being around people. I'm just like a person's person or a people's people, whatever you want to call them. So. And, uh, you know, moving here, I had to have a swimming pool in our house when we moved. So I've got a pool in my back. Often we have pool parties. So. Oh, yeah. And I know more, you know, like yeah. The day so you guys get it, like the you guys get like the cocktails going, everything else, and yeah, you got so the sun I've got, out I've got there. A floating bar, we blow it up, and it's a floating oh, bar. That's <laughs> cool. Boats <laughs> around the pool, and everyone's pulling drinks off it, and yeah, 
we, we were sort of jazzed up a bit. No one remembers much the day after, but <laughs> have you have you ever woke up in the pool just laying there like in the no, I, float, like my biggest jumping. fear is going to sleep in the pool. I'd probably drown or something. So no, I don't really <laughs> slither out up onto the side of the pool there. And yeah, I think we get yeah. to the sh- by the end of the night, everyone's in the shallow end, just sort of sitting up and <laughs> uh, it's, it's 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 good. Yeah, so um, no, nah, but like anyone who knows me and like you guys get to know me a bit better as time goes on, you'll find that, yeah, like I said, I just like being amongst it. I got to be around it. I hate missing out on stuff, you know, like, I got to be involved. So that's me. Yeah. It's been me all my life, you know. If something was going on the other side of the fence, I had to know about it. I didn't care. I just, I'd have to go and suss them out or, I make my job. I make it my job to go and find out. So, no, you know what? Sort of bad way. Like you find out, you know, and people know you. And you sort of get a you get a rep. And I'm, going to, I'm not going to say reps can be bad too, but I think I'm just sitting pretty cool. So I don't think I've got many people coming after me yet. So it's all good. <laughs> I, can still, I can still sleep at night times. Um, I tell you one thing I actually have been enjoying, and I don't know if you've seen like, the segments with uh, two bros fishing. Yeah, the release. Yeah, have you seen the release? yeah. Oh, he's, uh, he's got one nice. for you. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I can only imagine what that's going to be. That's I'm, I'm a bit worried actually. What's what it's going to be? <laughs> Anything's yeah. possible. Anything's possible. Oh, you know, Jace, he's. Uh... Uh, I mean, it, it, it just all depends on the day. If it's a real good day of fishing, you're going to get a lot of release footage. Yeah. If it's not wow. a good day, you're going to hear about the stories from the pub. Yeah, well, that's it. The pub, he's had the, the ah, shit segment. Ah, shit segment. That went for a while. That was, well, the, <laughs> the blooper reels. That, that, oh, my God. You know what? But I've told him, too, we actually got to hook up somewhere. We've got to go fishing with that because it, it'll be just good to hang out. You know, people like you guys and him and his whole network. It's just you just want to hang out with people, you know. Yeah. Eventually catch up and yeah. So no, it's 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 been good. But iCast, I'll get a chance at iCast to do that. Like uh, all the different vendors there, I got to know a lot of people, and so that's been pretty good. Um, yeah. Like I said, it's it's all I do. It's my passion. It has been forever and a day, and it's gonna will be till the day I'm not here. So. So what are, what are some things that you're looking to, looking to do with your fishing here in the future? Well, I've been thinking like, well, eventually I'd like to do a lot more with my fishing as in, like I said, I want to experience a lot more like ice fit, different techniques. Um, not that I'm burnt out, but I've always got my go-to. Everything's my go-to because I know they're guaranteed. I want to sort of maybe get outside those boundaries and, you know, a lot more maybe fly fishing and ice fishing and travel. I like to travel. Like, due to COVID, we were sort of locked. Well, not locked up, but for two years, we didn't do much. And um, I had plans of going up, you know, Alaska and all sorts of places, you know, Canada and, you know, King Salmon. So I still got all that to do yet. There's still a lot more, like... um, and in fishing, there's one thing I can give, like to tell, you know, the the listeners or whoever that you never stop learning, no matter mm-hmm. how many fish you get, or whatever fish you, you never stop learning because someone else has always known something that you know, that little bit more. I've come here, 
I, I don't know if I've invented a rig, but we call it the Matty B rig. <laughs> um, I'm not, I'm not going to put my name to it just in case someone else has. But uh, I don't know if you know Captain Slaps, Cap Slaps on the Jose? board. Yeah, yeah, Jose. that's it. Yeah, cool. You know, that's right. So um, it's a two beam, two weights. I've, I've used that since I've been here, and everyone that fishes around here uses the same method. So it's for largemouth bass. It's a Texas rig, but on top of the hook, I put a a bead. Uh, sorry, I put a weight, and I put two beads in between it. And then another way, and that's all sliding. Nothing stops it. So I don't know, but that that's my go-to everywhere. So, and I do fish with beads, even in salt water. I always put double beads. I don't know if it helps. I don't know if it's a myth, but it's like lucky underwear or a lucky hat or something. <laughs> I use the double bead method. So a few people start using it, and they tell me, oh, you know, I've got this, and I've got that, and I've got that. So I might have to look at maybe put my own rig out there, the Matty B rig or something. So that, that might be something. But dude, I mean, if it catches fish, then it, it works. It looks like it works pretty damn yeah. good to me. <laughs> and, and you know what I was actually saying before, I think, to Jordan, sometimes, like, anything will catch fish. If they're hungry, like, I've seen some aggressive fish that just got, they eat anything, like, whatever you throw at them. Like, it does Murray cod. I've seen them eat pieces of cheese, like mozzarella cheese, uh, I've seen me anything like even largemouth bass. They they eat lizards and snakes and worms, like, frog, whatever you put on top of the water. If they're interested, they're just going to smash it. The, but yeah, so the Matty Beery, I don't know if it's what it is, but I use it. And like I said, it's like my all the the beads is my lucky charm. So I'll, I'll use that on every setup. I put a bead, two beads on every setup. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I don't want to go extreme with what I'm fishing because I don't want it to become a job and a chore because I'll still want to enjoy it. See, a lot of people, if they do something for work, it ends up becoming you know, a job or they can't be bothered the next day going going out. Like my mate's a charter captain. He hates fishing. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know what I mean? But it puts food on his table, brings a you know, and he does it. And so when he's got spare time, I tell him, come on, let's go out in your boat. The last thing he wants to do is go out. Mm -hmm. So... I don't want it to get to that stage. I still want to be able to enjoy it. And I could still fish every day, but as long as it's, for, you know, like meditation, therapy, and just my personal benefit, I don't mind it. Yeah. So, so when you're uh, uh, going back to the Matty B rig, we got this thing going, and now it's starting to kind of pick up some momentum. We had another guest on, and we were talking about the possibility of using uh, gummy candy, like gummy worms and gummy bears to actually catch fish you think you think you could rig up the maddie b rig with a couple of those gummy worms and and you know, thump with large mouth i'll tell you now that's that's something i'm gonna i'm gonna try it i'm gonna try it you know <laughs> yeah i will do that actually i'll um like i said the fish around these ponds are pretty uh, not easy to catch but yeah so i can do that on the maddie b rig yeah that sounds good yeah so what, what, what am i what do i have to use uh, it's got to be like a candy gummy worm, like one of those Haribo or Black Forest gummy worms, you know, any uh, color don't matter. Yeah. You know, you uh, find like one of those ones with the chartreuse and black or whatever, if that if that's yeah. kind of your thing or, uh, you know, I call it the nightmare worm. It's black and red. You know, that that one might be a good option or they got some other ones or 
just go down to the bin, the bulk bins at the I grocery just, store. Well, hey, they just yeah, go, yeah, go get a spoon, you know, a scooper full yeah. of them, rig them up, you know, Texas yeah. or whatever, or on the Matty B rig, fling you know it out there. And when the fish aren't eating, at least you got something to chew on as well. <laughs> well, that's what deal. I was thinking. You got, you got your little, deal. like, yeah, you got your little pouch in front of you, and you're sitting there and you're yeah. popping down gummy worms or gummy bears, you know, like, well, I, I got to try pinning one on a bead for, or a yeah, pink I'm going to do it. I will give that a go. I, I think it'll work. I reckon it will work. I, I, think, I think it, it will, will too. too. Because yeah. um, a lot of these, especially the largemouth, they don't, they'll just see the action. If it's got a little bit something, they'll just smash it. So I'll give it a go. I'll let you know. I'll be posting it if I do, believe me. I'll be posting it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I actually yeah. have improved with uh, my fishing around here. I was, uh, walking from pond to pond and sort of driving and what I bought myself a golf cart. Now I'm just pulling up straight to spots and I give five or 10 minutes, nothing's happening there. Next pond, next pond. So I'm really, I'm all over it right now. It's pretty good. So Yeah. And like I said, I'll, um, if everything else fires, I'm almost, well, no, I guaranteed to catch fish where I live. So like I will get the backyard, I've got a pond behind my house. I'll catch fish all day long. So, I'm blessed. It's all good. <laughs> and that's so, why I can sort of post every day because I'll do that and I'll post every day. And I found you just got to keep posting. People keep, you know, you keep people interested. If you don't post for a while, you sort of, you know, the ones on the back burner sort of just lag off and, yeah. Yeah. Dude, it's it's a chore, man. It's, it yeah, is, so, it's, yeah. it's literally like a job. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I'll, um, I'll go out fishing or I'll go and do a couple errands or help my mate out on the boat. I'll get home. But tonight I'll get off here and I'll be up a couple of hours just fixing up all my social media. People have written to me. People have commented. People want to know stuff. And I've got to get back to them. When you don't deliver, you lose your followers all of a sudden, you know. So I don't want that to happen either because, like I said, I live for this stuff. You know, it's, if i got to lose two hours sleep doing it, I will. I'm uh, dedicated and I'm loyal. Yeah, 100%. Uh, yeah, it, well, and yeah, you know, this whole, so this is the fun part of the podcast. This and the YouTube videos for, I mean, I do a lot of the YouTube, but John does some too. And John will be doing more in the future, but um, doing this and, and talking to everybody and, and the YouTube are the two funnest things we do. I'm not saying it's not fun to post on Instagram and Facebook and TikTok and do all that kind of stuff, but it does start to turn into a grind after a while just to try to, because, because in one instance, we're doing this for fun, but in another yeah. instance, we are putting the effort out to like stay connected with everybody and be like, Hey, I hope everybody's doing good. Here's a cool fish picture. Or here's a river or here's a lake yeah. or, you know, here's John out, you know, killing 150 bows on the you know <laughs> river or whatever you know well, that's, yeah. but but that's that's what we end up doing mm -hmm. is is that we're you know we're really uh and, and even for yourself you're feeding a machine uh and, and it's it, i would rather feed this machine to people because it has a lot of more meaning uh, to me personally yeah, uh, because we're all talking we're here you know even though we're not in the same room we're talking no nah, that's, that's a different communication of course yeah yeah i feel spur of the mind stuff it's real yeah yeah and and i don't know if you if you see this more and more you know uh but it seems like voice, vocal communication is something that's starting to die. Oh, I agree 100% with that. That's like, 
I seen people in the same room that text messages across from one to another. Just talk to them. I mean, how do you yeah, be yeah. like, hey, you want to go down to Burger King? Yeah, yeah let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, you're not wrong. I'm actually I'm thinking about YouTube. Um, like, I sit down. I'm not very, what do you call it, uh, tech savvy, I suppose. Like, I had to get my wife to help me set this thing up. Now it's set up. It's not bad. I know all about it. But, uh, YouTube's probably the next step. I'll start. I think um, Jason just started YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's something, like you said, actually, that's another answer to that question where you're going. That's probably something I'm going to be interested in doing. Um, so, uh, GoPro, and, oh, sorry. Yeah. I was just going to say, GoPro, their, their software is incredibly easy to use. Like, yeah. it'll edit the videos and stuff for you. I mean, that's cool. Yeah. So, highly recommended. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that's what I'll be doing because normally, I'm still doing it, like I said, in the, like the olden days. I got tripods and trying to hold my phone and talk and lift. And then I come home, I got to edit for like an hour just editing my stuff because mobile phone, I left record on. It's recording in my pocket. It's doing all sorts of stuff. <laughs> but with a GoPro, it's all, everything's there. You know, it's light. I don't have to worry. Yeah. Stop, get my phone out, you know, prepare it. So it's something to look for. I might be looking at that, yeah. And... I reckon I'll probably get like a, a real. If I can get like live, like at the moment I'm catching it, then I'll start my videos. If I can get live action, I'll probably get a lot more people who want to watch that and follow that. It's setting up rigs, tying my rigs, tying, you know, all different knots and stuff like that. I'm going to start, you know, but then, like you said, it does become work and a job again. Like it's just full, becomes full time stuff. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah. Well, at the moment, yeah, so I'm still enjoying it. I don't think I'll ever stop enjoying it, but that could be my next next thing. But, yeah, it's all you, good. I've got to keep up with Jason. Now I'm going to start my YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, are you going to do the ah shit ones also? Well, I'm not sure what I'm going to do. I've got to figure That's out like original with... to them. And th- yeah, uh, yeah, they're... You know, for yeah. listeners, if, if you didn't listen to our episode with Jason, this is way back in the in the good old days, back in the beginning. Uh, they they have a, a Two Brubs Fishing has a YouTube channel. They reformatted it though. That's the thing. It's like they they took off all the aw shit stuff, and now he's doing like tackle reviews. You still get the same Jace, the cheap rods, cheap beer, and fishing, but it's tackle reviews. You don't have all of the 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 foul you know, Englishman on the side of the uh, canal snagging and losing, what do you say, 30 quid worth of braid or something? Like oh, that. Goodness. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We still need to send Jason some braid. You know, we said that yeah. in that episode and we never did it. <laughs> you know what? I, 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 I just got his address today, so maybe I'll package up some of this Iowa J braid for him. Oh, he's still yeah. waiting on a, he's still waiting for a, a check from me. I told him I'll be sending him a check in the mail. So he'll be waiting for it. So. <laughs> 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 Where the best? I'll bet you a million dollars, blah, 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 whatever it was. He goes, oh, I said, yeah, it's in the mail. It's still in the mail. And I said, I said, I'm going to send the second one because you didn't get the first one. But... Oh, man. That <laughs> yeah, is cool. We're all yeah. cool, you know. But unbelievable people. Great network. Um been a good great journey really good journey you know and that's what it's about i mean 
you also got you get haters, you know. You're you're always going to get haters too. Like, in a couple of posts that I put something on, you know, people will go rah rah. Oh yeah, you're entitled to your own opinion. You know, it is what it is. I know what I got to do. I know what I've done, and you know, I still sleep at night times. That's it. Like, (laughs) don't worry about that. These these people they they take so much time out of their day to try to dispose of all this negative energy they have and it's like wow. it's like dude you're not bothering me any i don't have feelings yeah. anymore and then it's yeah. like and, and then, yeah that's some people do that get they get their kick out of it i mean it makes them happy i don't know what it does like oh, yeah they can go piss off anyways you know i i they're what what are they doing that's so much more spectacular? Not a damn thing. They're sitting there pulling their puds on their phone and making fun yeah. of people, you know? Well, I live in this community and we've got our, it's a page, you know, that's on Facebook and everyone's sort of dobbing it on everybody. Yeah, they're lagging in each other. He done this. Did you see this guy done that? What the hell? You got that much time on your hands and you're that miserable with the world. Yeah. I've been told off like, oh, you're not allowed to fish here. You're not allowed to do that. And I'm like, do I come in and interrupt you when you're having a good time? When you're having yeah. fun, I don't. Just, <laughs> I'm not robbing your house. I'm not stealing. I'm not here to, to hurt you. I'm not here to do anything. I'm just enjoying myself. You got to come out and tell me. You know, mm-hmm. I just, yeah, I've had, <laughs> I've had enough of those people. But anyway, you get them everywhere you go. Yeah, I reckon that means you're doing something right, though. Yeah, yeah. is that what it means? Yeah, I think so, man. You know. If- You've got I'm something good. that apparently uh, elicits someone else to be an asshole. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm, doing fri- I'm doing friggin' all right then. Yeah, you are. You are. I'm pissing off everybody. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's too easy. Maddie, so where can everybody, we're coming up on our hour and we're I hate to cut people off. We keep talking after this, but we're trying to keep our episode shorter. Yeah. So, Maddie, you talked about your future and just thanks for sharing all these awesome stories and your outlook on everything. And dude, you're you're an incredibly positive and humble guy. And that is I'm I've, I've got to say that's that's honestly so amazing and I say it all the time refreshing. Brian Brian gets a kick out of that, but <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> It's it's really you're you're an awesome dude and thanks so much for taking some time to come just talk with us, man. It's been really enjoyable and it's really cool to learn about you. It's absolutely my pleasure. Like like I said, when I found out about this, I was really excited and um, I'm glad I got to share. Like I said, my journey a bit about me and what I'm about with you guys. Um. If anybody, like I said, Real Adventures Maddie B on Facebook, Instagram, now TikTok as well, DM me. You need to know about anything. You want any question? If I can help you, I will. Um, it's like I said, it's the type of person I am. I, I, you know, I deal with good people. I expect to be, you know, I treat people the way I want to be treated. So, and, and, and it works. Believe me, it does work. You know, hang around the right people, the right crowd. You, you get places. So. It's all good, but uh, yeah, um, it was all my absolute pleasure, you know, tonight. So thank you very much. I appreciate it. Brian and John is like good to talk to you, like other than take like, messages and direct messages. So, oh yeah, 
Yeah. And, Agreed. Uh, we should do it again sometime. <laughs> you know, I'm Absolutely. up for it, man. Later down the track, if I get something, I'm going to try that gummy stuff. So, yeah. I, if I if I get something going on that, we'll uh, we'll hook up with that and try to work something out about that. That'll be Absolutely. good. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. Well. Yeah, I mean, you know, Maddie, it, it's so nice to finally meet you in person because we we only get to talk and see each other's pictures yeah. through Instagram or you know Facebook and now TikTok. But uh, it, you know, yeah, I I have to echo John's sentiment. It, it's you're you're an extremely positive person. And you have a really good outlook, and it's people like you in the fishing community that really open up accessibility for a lot of people. Not being a gatekeeper, not saying like, oh, I'm I'm not going to help you out. Uh, people can come to you and they can learn. You're not going to give them a fishing spot, but you're going to teach them the old adage. You're going to teach them how to fish. And, and that's a really cool thing to do because the, the finding the fishing spots, the adventure, but learning how to fish, you, you got to have a little bit of help along the way. And that's super cool that you do that. You use all that experience, all those years of experience to do that. Yeah, I've done that. Look, I've actually done it for, um, just for her outdoor apparel, they asked me to do a little, well, a little snippet or segment and giving advice. I've done it for them. I do, I do it for a lot of people. Um, like I said, I mean, giving a spot really doesn't phase me. I only joke around about that. I'll help you out. You know? and, I, and actually, if I'm involved in it, I'll take it to my best spot just so I can show off and brag. Uh, you know, <laughs> I've just got to say that. So, yeah, no, look. I do, and like I say, if I expect like down the track, sometimes I, I don't know everything, so I'll, I'll call upon somebody else. Or you know, what, what do you do? What do you think? You know, and um, it's I can sort of thank well my father for one for showing me the ropes, like he showed me the way. But then I took my own spin off, and like, I've got my own way now, and it's sort of better than his. But I don't tell him that, and you know, I don't, don't want to hurt his feelings. <laughs> nah, look, we do all right. We do all right. And just being out there amongst friends, you know, family, and just anyone really having a good time, that's all that counts. That's all that counts because, you know, life's pretty complicated. It's not complicating it anymore, you know. You just go out, do your thing, have a good time. That's it. So, yeah. Maddie, dude, for real, thanks so much for coming on. You're very and welcome. Appreciate it. it. And your handle is The Real Adventures with Maddie B. That's it. That's, that's it. That's it. That's, I'm, that's where I'm at. Hello, Pretty everybody. much on every social media platform, you'll find me. All right, everybody, go follow Maddie. Go like his stuff and shoot him a comment, shoot him a message. He's, I mean, he, he's an awesome dude. He's great. Like, even on social media, even beyond this conversation here, yeah. Maddie's incredibly supportive. Um, the dude takes time to comment and reply to every comment or message that I send him. It whether he wants to or not, he always does it. No, so, no, that, that's, that's without saying, man. Like I said, I, just, I do what I can to keep. I give the people what they want. You know, I keep them happy. So I expect that's. It's uh, absolute pleasure. Look, you guys, you're too kind saying all these great things about me. I mean, I'm just an average schmuck, you know. But it's, um, goes without saying, uh, like what we spoke about tonight, I mean, it's all good. And like I said, positive and 
just it's about being around it amongst it all the time. Um, I felt, yeah, that's good. It's just good things, all good things. Well, everybody, so, oh, yeah. sorry. No, I was going to say, it gets a little bit overwhelming sometimes, you know, talking about yourself too much. <laughs> everybody, thanks for listening to us tonight. And for real, please, please go check out Maddie. He's, he's an awesome dude. And this episode was brought to you by Troutlander Nets, custom-made nets, American-made nets in South Carolina by Weston. Uh, Weston's been making nets uh, surely out of passion. It's not because he has a lot of extra time, but he really enjoys doing it. If you can get him off the river long enough to make nets, use the code WCF for working class fishing for 10% off and uh, just let him know he's sent you. And uh, also Max and Outfitters. Uh, Max and Outfitters is a company based out of Kent, Washington. They make fly fishing gear as well as a uh, spin fly rod. Uh, use the code WORKING15 for 15% off any purchase there with Maxon. And you can find us at Working Class Fishing on Instagram, uh, Working Class Fishing on YouTube, Facebook, TikTok, all these places, and workingclassfish at gmail.com if you'd like to get a hold of us that way. Um, for real everybody thanks for listening and maddie thanks so much for coming on man thank you guys thank you brian thank you john i really appreciate it. i had an exciting time this was awesome and by the way it's my first podcast so and i'm glad it was with you guys there you go so it's really good <laughs> awesome. i think I, I think i like them that much i'm thinking of doing some more so there you go if you got anything <laughs> mind, 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 just keep me in mind for down the track Brian, you got anything, bud? Uh, just thank you, Maddie. Uh, we appreciate having you on. And uh, everybody out there, please do make sure to like, follow, subscribe, do all the good stuff on all of our platforms, and do not hesitate to reach out. Awesome. Everybody, thanks for listening. And until next time, see ya. Thanks.